Here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, the greatest podcast in the history of goddamn mankind. I'm your host, Humble Dusty Smith. God damn it, thank you for joining me tonight. Love you guys so much. It's a pleasure to be able to perform for you guys tonight. Have a great show planned for you. Might be a short show, not sure yet. I guess we'll see what happens when I do the material. As you guys know, when the material's done, it's fucking done! That's the way it goes on this show. Hope everybody had a good weekend. I uh, didn't do much. Fucking hang out. I watched uh, Eastbound and Down again. It's like my third time watching it. It's amazing how much our president... It's like a bougie, rich version of the Eastbound and Down guy. Kenny Powers. But I see a little myself in Kenny Powers, too. Like the old Dusty was more like Kenny Powers than the new Dusty. But what's up, Tonkara? How are you doing? Winston, uh, she says, call the Dusty. Bernie is going to landslide the Democratic primary. I hope so. I've been seeing the, uh, the polls looking real good. I'm jazzed about it. What up, Baron Von Noob? How you guys doing? I had sex with a Virgin Mary. Now it burns when I pee. She's got a doctor about that. They got penicillin and shit. Modi bread. That's all that is. Yo, yo, what's up, Imran? You guys ready to talk about some Jordan Peterson? Apparently he ain't doing too well. I'm going to try to talk about it in an empathetic way, sort of. Even though I know, like, a lot of you are not that empathetic about it. And I know a lot of you are skeptical, which you should be. Always be skeptical when you're dealing with con artists. But we're going to try to talk about it in a... In a both an empathetic way and also a skeptical way. I think you can do both, right? And, uh, Jesus, you can't moisturize your hair. I don't know what that means. What's for my hair? My hair looks pretty good. Not too bad. I ain't hating on it. So, before I get started, as always, podcast on Patreon. That's patreon.com, funch last podcast. We're down to $962. We're still way down. We lost like a couple hundred last week or whatever what you gonna do i'm doing the best i can if you guys want to see me keep doing this show if you guys keep want to see me do two shows a week please consider supporting me on patreon every little bit helps even if it's only a dollar or two a month whatever you could kick in really fucking helps and uh, a lot of it goes to my animal sanctuary where we rescue dogs and kittens cats not hundred nine. i think there's only one cat in here somewhere not really sure we shut the door locked them up because they were being kind of loud and Next week, we'll have them on there again, Friday, if I make it. I missed last Friday's show because I took a sleeping pill and I was in a coma. Talking about a coma. Going to talk about Jordan Peterson being in a coma. Man, I took one of Kelsey's prescription sleeping pills and I was fucking out like a light for like 24 hours. Woke up and missed my show, which sucked ass. So, sorry about that. But on the good news, I did get me some new headphones. Sort of got me these fucking earbuds. So, no goddamn taped up Beats by Dre and shit. So, move it on up, move it on up to the east side, to the deluxe apartment in the sky. And uh, also, I got my first uh, sponsor ever, Vikings Lair. So, they have like a Viking stuff. I guess it's a company in Alaska that sells uh, like Viking jewelry and printed hoodies, bracelets, sunglasses, Wallet, they're going to send me one of these wallets out. I'm going to try it out and give you guys a, like a review on this wallet. Um, clocks, hoodies, hats, bracelets, boats. They got all kinds of shit, right? And since they're my first sponsor, you guys make sure you take care of them. Uh, show them some love because they took a chance on me. Took a chance, took a chance, took a chance, took a chance, took a chance on me. So cool for them. I appreciate it. I'll be mentioning them probably a couple of times throughout the show because you know, why not? Got to show love to my sponsors so other people will sponsor the show. So be sure to hook them up. 
And uh, as always, Super Chat. Like below the show, Super Chat. You guys know how it works. Little dollar sign at the bottom of the goddamn chat. Click it. Donate a dollar, two, five, twenty, thirty, whatever you can afford. The more you donate, the more seriously I take your question. So buy my love with the Super Chats. We got a couple already in aspect usually the first one to super chat me thank you and good to see you hey dusty sorry for the long absence no forgiveness straight to execution just kidding love you and overdrew my bank account and i'm still catching up that sucks man like last year like every year they charge like several billion like 20 billion dollars in overdraft fees to people that don't have any fucking money that is peak capitalism right there charging people money for not having money what in the goddamn fuck? Still watching the lovely show. Much love. Much love to you, man. Glad to see you back. Some grumpy leftist can be 999. Very generous. Thank you. Brought it on himself. Can only hope someone will learn not to listen to him anymore. We're going to talk about a little bit about the hypocrisy of Jordan Peterson's message. But like I said, we're going to try to do it in a sort of empathetic way. We'll see how that goes. Kevin Sims, 499. Hey, Dusty. Hey, Kevin Sims. You are awesome. You are awesome, Kevin Sims. Please tell my friend Elizabeth Simpson that she is not an awesome opossum. Uh, okay, Elizabeth Simpson, you are not an awesome opossum, but you're probably an awesome friend, I guess, because why would Kevin be friends with you if you're not awesome? Wouldn't make any sense. Anyway, more Super Chats, please, as the show goes on. Support the show. You guys rock. And before I get started the show, let's check the regular chat, see what you guys have to say there. Cut the Dusty, show the logo for the sponsor again. Um, the logo for the sponsor again. This is, is it this one? I don't know. Hopefully it's not. Something bad. I don't imagine it is. Why would they be sponsoring this show if it was? But uh looks like an okay company. Got a message makes things nice. So cool, cool, cool. What else we got on here? What's gonna talk about it? I'm thinking of rebranding the show and need you guys' opinions. Um I talked about this before that the Codcast to me, if no one knew what the fuck you were talking about, if you're like, hey, if you ever watch the Codcast, you're either gonna think it's probably a Call of Duty podcast. And there's already a Codcast out there that's a Call of Duty podcast. Or you're probably gonna think it's a, a podcast about fish which is not really what I'm going for either way. So I've been thinking about rebranding. I've been doing this for a year. And, you know, at first I wasn't completely sure I could even do this shit. You know, if you ever watch my videos from the past, they're incredibly heavily edited. It's like jump cut, jump cut, jump cut, jump cut. I can like say a word. It's like one word and then jump cut, another word, jump cut. It's terrible. When I'm doing videos and they're and I'm filming, something happens to me where I don't have the ability to even speak correct sentences. I just fuck up continuously. I guess because you know you're recording and you know you can edit it. So you want everything to be fucking perfect. Every goddamn syllable to be perfect. And so it just makes you fuck up continuously. And so I wasn't even convinced I could do this show live. But I've been doing it for almost a year now. And it, fuck yeah, I can do this. I rock this shit, right? So I'm more confident about doing the show now. So I'm thinking maybe rebranding the show to something. I have several ideas we're working out. I'm not really sure. Um, some people have recommended that I call the show uh, Left Turn with Dusty Smith. Um, that was actually one of the finalist names that we had chosen for the Gotcha Boys. Before we picked the Gotcha Boys, uh, you can take the Gotcha Boys podcast out of us. Yeah, I guess I could do that. Thank you, Vadim. Good to see you, Vadim. Uh, yeah, remember when we came up with the Left Turn, Vadim? Uh, so yeah, uh, I'm not sure about that. I'm, I might choose that one. I was thinking about greatest podcast ever with Dusty Smith, GPE, but, uh, somebody said that sounds too conceited. Um, I was thinking about, uh, the soap calling the show, the soap and the subtitle would be, um, the social media soap opera and just call it the soap. And I could have a cool ass logo, kind of like the fight club soap, but instead of saying fight club, it says the soap on it. So that's a thought. Um, 
might call it social media blitz or social media digest, something like that. I'm not sure yet. Open to suggestions. It might live in the podcast. Don't know yet. Still working it out. So you guys let me know what you think about it. And uh, I will look forward to seeing your opinions on all this shit. So I guess we're going to jump into talking about the Jordan Peterson stuff. Jordan Peterson. So I don't know if you guys heard about this. Uh, it ain't going well for Dr. Jordan Peterson. Just not going well at all. Apparently he in the hospital in Russia, of all places. What you doing in the hospital in Russia, Jordan Peterson? You got lots of fucking money. I know the healthcare in Canada better than goddamn Russia. And I know the healthcare in America is expensive, but you rich as fuck. You got enough money to have the best healthcare in the world. So I have my theories on why he's in Russia. So, anyway, last time we checked in on Jordan Peterson, he was uh, entering rehab. I covered this on my show not too long ago, right? Uh, and this was the story, the original story. The story has changed a bit now. We're going to cover the changes in the story. Now, first off, I do want to say this. Like, I do have empathy for Jordan Peterson because he's clearly incredibly depressed. And he, he's clearly been depressed for a very long time. He is unable to find the beauty in the world. And when you watch videos, we're going to show a few clips of him. He just seems miserable all the time. And so, like, regardless of whether the story that he's telling is true or not, I feel sorry for him. Like, in a way, I have so many disagreements with him, and, I, and as bad of a human being as I think he is for some of the things he's done, you know, like lying about Bill 616 and causing so much hatred towards trans people and being a misogynist and being a scam artist. Besides all that, like, I almost wish he'd come hang out with me for a week. Come hang out with me and smoke weed with me for a week, Jordan Peterson, because I'm not like a famous psychologist or anything. Hell, I barely have a high school education, but like, I'm one of the happiest people I've ever known. Like, I figured out how to be happy in life, and I think, I know that some people are depressed and they can't help it, right? It's not a choice. I'm not saying it's a choice, but I am saying there are certain things you can do that can help slightly, and I think I can help him. We will be one of them. Come on, Jordan Peterson, smoke weed with me. Like, if you're, whenever you get to the hospital and you can walk again. Apparently, he can't walk now. He can't walk and he can't talk, or not, not talk, he can't walk and he can't type on his own without assistance. We're going to talk about that a little bit. But anyway, originally the story was... His wife got cancer. And so because his wife got cancer, he was depressed. She got terminal cancer. She was a goner, basically. And so he got real fucking depressed. So he got his own benzos. You guys know what benzos are? I've been learning a lot about benzos. Apparently, uh, they're really fucking strong drugs. You can get addicted really easily, really quickly with really bad withdrawals when you try to come off of them. But uh, yeah, he was all depressed because of his wife was dying. But um, And you can read the articles for yourself. This is all information that was released by his daughter. That's really the only place that we know anything about any of this stuff from. You know, his daughter who claimed that meat cures your depression, even though her dad is on the meat diet and he got addicted to benzos so bad he was put in a coma and can't even walk now. Yeah, but meat cures your depression, so pay me for my wonderful genius advice on how you can cure your depression with meat. And so, you know, she's kind of a drifter herself. So it's really hard to take anything these people say that seriously. You have to take it with a grain of salt. Because when you're dealing with people who have a history of lying, which he does. You know, he has a history like a lot about Bill C-16. He has a history of uh, where they run like this scam, what I consider a scam school. It's a business school, which Jordan Peterson doesn't have a business degree. But it was a failing business school that he tied his name to. And they charged their students $65,000 for a year. And... um they kick people out for asking too many questions. I've covered that before. So when you're dealing with somebody who has like a history of being kind of a scammy scam artist, I kind of view them almost like I view televangelists. 
And if televangelists were to tell me the exact same things without providing any evidence, I'd have to be like, hmm, hmm, I don't believe you. Or at least, you know, anything that can be presented without evidence can be dismissed without evidence. That's, uh, what is that, Hitchens Razor or a variation of Hitchens Razor. So that's the kind of way I feel about it. So anyway, you can read through here where they talk about how uh, he, he started taking these pills supposedly only when his wife was uh, diagnosed with terminal cancer. And then they also claim that she was miraculously cured. So people out there are saying right now, oh my God, Dusty, his wife is dying of cancer. Have some heart. Apparently she's not dying of cancer. Apparently she was diagnosed with terminal cancer and then she had a few treatments and then suddenly she is miraculously cured. Because you know that happens all the time, right? That makes logical sense. All the time you see people have terminal cancer and then are just miraculously cured, right? So to me, being the skeptical person, I don't believe this story. Now, maybe she was misdiagnosed with terminal cancer. Maybe she had some kind of non-terminal cancer that was easily cured. I have no idea, but the story doesn't seem true. What it seems like to me is, is they're trying to protect Jordan Peterson's brand. Jordan Peterson is a self-help guru who literally tells people he has the antidote to chaos. The self-help guru that tells people he knows how to help you live your life, right? And when you're a self-help guru and you're so depressed and suicidal that you get addicted to very powerful narcotics, then that kind of makes it seem like you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like your whole brand is a lie. So how can they get around that? How can they give their cult-like following some kind of plausible deniabilities where if anybody attacks them or, you know, points out the hypocrisy of him being a self-help guru and at the same time being so depressed all the time that he's addicted to drugs over it, they, what are they going to say? Well, if we say that his wife is dying of cancer, then if anybody says anything about it, and they can say, oh my God, you're so insensitive. You guys don't have a heart. His wife is dying of cancer, God damn it. So it just it seems like an excuse to me. Now, I don't know, maybe she is dying of cancer, and I'm trying not to speculate too much. I mean, she, it, they said she's not dying of cancer anymore. Um, it says right here in this New York Times article, yeah. He tried to quit cold turkey over the summer after his wife, Tammy Roberts, miraculously recovered from complications with kidney sur surgery. Um, I thought it was cancer. Didn't they say cancer before? Now they're changing to oh. The other person began taking the addictive medication to deal with stress from his wife's battle with cancer and other health problems earlier this year, his daughter said. All right, so I guess she had both kidney problems and cancer surgery, but they say that she's been miraculously healed now. So, uh, don't know about any of that. Doesn't sound very plausible to me. It just sounds like an excuse that they're giving to their cult, right? That's what it sounds like to me. And there's several examples I'm going to give of this where... Even if what they're saying is true, it's good to call this out because the advice they're giving is harmful, in my opinion. Doctors have chimed in on it. We're going to take a look at that. And uh, regardless if we're empathetic or not about his situation, you know, it's, uh, it's really hard to believe. So anyway, they say that he only started taking the pills when his wife is diagnosed, but she's saying something else completely different in this new story that they're putting out about his uh, recent problems. So... It's about how his life has become absolute hell in the year he has retreated from public life. And I'm going to play you, I guess, this video. I'm going to comment about this video as we, uh, as we watch it. She put it on his channel, I guess, because he hasn't done videos in a while. People are wondering where the fuck he's at. So, first off, this video is really strange. Um, now, I know if any of this is true, 
I'm trying to be empathetic here. I know if any of this is true, then they've gone through a hard time. And so that may explain some of this. But she just, they've clearly very carefully written out a public statement. And she's just reading this public statement incredibly unemotionally. Like you think if this would have happened to them, there'd be a little bit more emotion or I don't, it just, something doesn't ring true. Something's odd about all this. But anyway, I'm going to go ahead and play it and then we'll, uh, we'll comment on it as we play it. Her robot self. Hi, everyone. It's been months since we've given an update on Jordan or my family's health. And it's time for one, so here it is. The last year has been extremely difficult for our family. Dad was put on a low dose of a benzodiazepine a few years ago for anxiety following an extremely severe autoimmune reaction to food. Okay, so now they're changing the story. Now he didn't get on the pills because his wife was diagnosed with cancer. Now it happened years ago. And... It's just another one of these excuses thing to me. That's what it seems like. Instead of just taking responsibility and saying, hey, my father was really depressed. He's been depressed for a long time. He's talked about his depression. And so he got on these benzos to try to help this depression. No, they have to make an excuse. No, it's not because he was depressed. And not because he couldn't find the beauty in life. It's because he had the, uh, some kind of autoimmune reaction to food that upset him real bad. So that's why he got on there. So to me, these are just more excuses that they're putting out to his cult-like fan base to try to justify the reasoning he's on these drugs. And the reason I think it is is because a lot of his fan base, they're like these toxic masculine, lift yourself up by your bootstraps, take personal responsibility. They're the kind of people that if you got addicted to drugs, normally anybody else besides Jordan Peterson did this, they would be talking about, oh my God, he's so weak. Look how weak you are. You can't even control yourself. You're so depressed in life. You can't even fucking cure your own depression. But it's Jordan Peterson, so they have to have excuses. So, no, nah, man. Now, he wasn't on there because he was depressed. He was on there because some kind of food allergy made him take all these drugs. It just it sounds like bullshit. Okay, maybe it's true. Doubt. I'm just saying I have doubt about all this. All right, keep going. He took the medication as prescribed. Last April, when my mom was diagnosed with terminal cancer, the dose of the medication was increased. It became apparent that he was suffering from both a physical dependency and a paradoxical reaction to the medication. The pa so, a paradoxical re reaction to the medication. So now she, they're going to claim that he wasn't taking the pills because he was depressed. The pills were making him depressed. So, doesn't make any sense, really. They're just making excuses, you know, like I said, for, for his fan base to have plausible deniability. That's my opinion. Paradoxical reaction means the drugs do the opposite of what they're supposed to. These reactions are rare, but not unheard of. For the last eight months, he's been in unbearable discomfort from this drug, made worse when trying to remove it because of the additional withdrawal symptoms stemming from physical dependence. And this is another thing that they keep pressing over and over again, that he's not psychologically dependent upon this drug. He is physically dependent. And this is a, a, a clarification they want to make sure you understand. Even though it seems like he was taking these drugs because of his psychological state, right? He was depressed and he was trying to be psychologically better. So that's why he was taking the drug and he had to continue taking the drug so he wouldn't be just depressed. Sounds kind of like both a physical and a psychological dependency, but they want you to separate the two in your mind. Because if it's just a physical dependency, somehow that makes him less weak in the minds of his fan base. That's my opinion on why they're trying to make sure everybody knows this difference here. Experience terrible akathisia, which is a condition where the person feels an incredible, endless, irresistible restlessness bordering on panic and an inability to sit still. 
And I actually researched this too. Um, this is not caused by benzos. These are caused by antipsychotic medications. I recently had a loved one, because I'm a little bit later, um, who had some uh, mental health issues, and they put them on Abilify. And I looked up the side effects of that, and that's one of the side effects of it. So I, I don't believe this has anything to do with the benzos. This is because of he's on some kind of antipsychotic medication. So there's that. The reaction made him suicidal. After several failed treatment attempts in North American hospitals, including attempts at tapering and micro-tapering, we had to seek an emergency medical benzodiazepine detox, <clears throat> which... See, this is what doesn't make any sense. I'm going to show you a doctor who chimed in on this, somebody that's like an expert that does these tapering off. And apparently, it's very common. And it's not, you know, there can be complications, but the way they handle it in America is very good about tapering people off benzos, and it works really well if you follow the system. So I'm not really sure what the problem was here. It almost seems like they're doing some kind of pseudoscientific shit where they don't trust Western medicine. And so they're like, well... That didn't work, so let's go try this very dangerous. What they did was very dangerous. Trying to go cold turkey, which is what they said that he did, um, off benzos is incredibly harmful to your health. It can cause seizures and death, and it seems like it almost did cause his death. If this really was what caused his death. Like, I have no idea. Which we were only able to find in Russia. It was incredibly grueling and was further complicated by severe pneumonia, which we've been told he developed in one of the previous hospitals. He's had to spend four weeks in the ICU in terrible shape, but with the help of some extremely competent and courageous doctors, he survived. The decision to bring him to Russia was made in extreme desperation when we couldn't find any better option. That doesn't make any sense, though. Like, benzo detoxing is something that's very well understood in both Canada and the United States, and there are tons of very good clinics that help people constantly with this with very little problem. So none of this story really makes very much sense and why they had to go to Russia of all places. I mean, there's a couple theories out there. One is that they don't trust Western medicine, so they wanted to make sure he just completely goes cold turkey and detoxes without having to taper off, which is dangerous. And one of the ways that Russia does that is they put people in comas, I guess, which sounds nuts. Another theory is that perhaps, like this is just pure speculation, I have no idea, perhaps he tried to kill himself or perhaps something else happened. And they know that in Russia, it's less likely to come out than if they were getting medical help in either America or Canada. And so these people want to protect his reputation at all costs. And so that might be one of the reasons they went to Russia. Once again, pure speculation. I don't know. But like a lot of people are having problems with this story because it doesn't seem to really add up too much. The uncertainty around his recovery has been one of the most difficult and scary experiences we've ever had. So, finally, Dad is on the mend, even though there's a lot of physiological damage that he needs to recover from. Apparently he has brain damage. Something caused his brain damage, and I don't know if he had like a seizure from trying to quit cold turkey. It says in the article, I'm going to show you in a minute, that he uh, tried to quit cold turkey, and that can cause seizures if you do that. That's incredibly dangerous. Like, you would think one of the world's most respected and educated psychologists would know you can't get off benzos cold turkey without having seizures. I don't know if he had a seizure and aspirated and got brain damage from it. I don't know, but if it, they said he can't walk or type unassisted. So definitely some bad shit happened here that normally doesn't happen when people just are responsible enough to go to a clinic and get off benzos the medically sound way. He's improving and is off of the horrible medication. His sense of humor is back. He's smiling again for the first time in months. 
but he still has a long way to go to recover fully. It appears that we're going to get through this by the skin of our teeth. So let me make a couple of things clear. Neither our family nor the doctors here believe that this is a case of psychological addiction. So they want to make that distinction again. He's not psychologically addicted. He's physically addicted. So just know, it's not because he's mentally weak. I'm not saying that people that are psychologically addicted are mentally weak. I'm saying that he knows that what's his, that's what his fan base will think. And so he's trying to make excuses. And they've given me this excuse a lot. When, I, when somebody says, Jordan Peterson's addicted to drugs, they're like, he's not addicted to drugs. He's not psychologically addicted anyway. He's physically addicted. Get it right. That's totally different. But Benzodiazepine physical dependence due to brain changes can occur in a matter of weeks. It can be made even worse by paradoxical reactions that are difficult to diagnose and can be extremely dangerous. We've been told and hoped that dad will recover fully, but it will take time and he still has a ways to go. We're extremely lucky and grateful that he's alive. The next update will come from him directly. Thanks again for all the support. So the article gives more details about this, about how he can no longer walk or type. And the article claims that he was misdiagnosed by American doctors. I don't know how that could be true. I mean, you guys already came out last time and said that he was going to rehab because he had benzo dependency. You guys already knew what the diagnosis was. How could he have been misdiagnosed? It, it just, none of it makes any sense. Um, let's see if I can read at the bottom where it says he can't walk or talk anymore. Uh, here it goes. Jordan Peterson has only just come out of his intensive care unit, Michaela said. He has neurological damage, which is brain damage, and a long way to go to fully recovery. He is taking anti-seizure medication and cannot type or walk unaided, but is on the mend. The sense of humor has returned. So, questions. I, I got a lot of questions about this whole thing. A lot of people have questions. Doctors, like I, I'm going to show you in a minute, uh, have a lot of questions. It just, it seems like there's more to the story, and when you're dealing with these grifters, you just really never know. But, first of all, the the... I guess, I guess I'm not recommending this, but anybody who's reading this, who, who really trusts Jordan Peterson and thinks he knows what the fuck he's talking about, he's a, a good role model, who is following his lead here and how to deal with benzo dependency, don't handle it this way. He clearly doesn't know what the fuck he's doing, okay? We have a lot of ways to deal with benzo dependency that work really well in Western medicine. Um, so... Even if this is 100% true, it's worth calling out and pointing out that this is not good advice to take. And uh, another reason that this is important to point out, because like this goes directly against what he teaches, right? Rule six, set your house in perfect order before you criticize the world. This is a guy who's been addicted to these drugs for no, no time how long. Is that having your house in perfect order? Before you go out there and criticize the world, which he does constantly, constantly criticizes everybody else. Oh, my God, the postmodern neo-Marxist. Just, But the reason he's doing that, the reason he has this role is because he wants everybody else to shut the fuck up. All the kids out there fighting for social justice, all of them want to change the world. He wants you to be quiet. While he criticizes, he wants you to make sure your house is in perfect order before you criticize, which makes him a hypocrite. The dude's a hypocrite. This is only like one minor problem out of his whole ideology. For another thing, he literally teaches, go look at this up, he literally teaches that there is a truth that is beyond physical scientific reality. And that truth is whatever helps you to survive. So if you believe something, even if it's not 
physically, scientifically true, but that thing helps you to survive, that's more true than scientific true. Which means, by his own fucking methodology, his teachings are not true. Because they're almost killing him. They aren't actually enough to allow him to see the beauty in the world and live a happy life. So, by his own stupid fucking ideology, 12 Rose for Life and Added Up to Chaos is not true. Now, I don't believe that, but that's what he teaches, right? And it's just so silly. I'm going to look at uh, a couple of things he's had to say about drug dependencies and drug addicts. And, you know, he has, when it's somebody else, he kind of has a different opinion on that. Um, Sean from Sean and Jen, popular YouTuber, said, thinking about following Jordan Peterson's rules for life, which is obviously a joke. He's kind of just poking fun at him. But uh, was curious what 12 rules had to say about addiction, failure, and personal responsibility. And oof. So let's read a couple things from 12 rules for life. Imagine someone not doing well. He needs help. He might even want it. But it is not easy to distinguish between someone truly wanting and needing help and someone who is merely exploiting a willing helper. Oof. The distinction is difficult, even for the person who is wanting and needing and possibly exploiting. The person who tries and fails and is forgiven, and then tries again and fails and is forgiven, is all too often the person who wants everyone to believe in the authenticity of all that trying. That seems like he's tried and failed a bunch of times to get out those benzos. Hmm. Are you sincere or are you just you know, exploiting, Jordan Peterson? It gets even worse. Maybe your misery is the weapon you brandish and your hatred for those who rose upward while you waited and sank. Maybe your misery is your attempt to prove the world's injustice instead of the evidence of your own sin, your own missing of the mark, your conscious refusal to strive and to live. Maybe your willingness to suffer in failure is inexhaustible given what you used that suffering to prove. Maybe it's your revenge on being. How exactly should I befriend you when you're in such a place? How exactly could I? It just seems very judgmental, you know? Very hypocritical in every way, which is you know, what you typically see in this Jordan Peterson bullshit, but his cult will buy it hook, line, and sinker. His cult will accuse me of being unempathetic just for questioning the hypocrisy and the clear bullshit that is being told here. And... um. I'm just going to show you where's that doctor. Oh, here's the doctor that treats benzo dependency. And uh, like me, even doctors have questions. There's very little in the article that makes any sense at all. Benzo addiction is treated very commonly in the United States and Canada. I wish him well. There are two ways to come off benzos, either by tapering the same medicine or switching to a long-acting one and taper off that. The severity, or whether it is mixed with other drugs alcohol street supply, would determine whether it would be started inpatient or not here. If someone comes to me having been prescribed lorazepam, one milligram four times a day and wants to taper, that would normally be a pretty straightforward outpatient process. Taper dose, not frequency. If using the same med, don't go from one... 4x a day to 1x3 a day. Usually, it's pretty easy to taper the first half. Gets harder as you go along for some. Sometimes, it's the opposite. Some people need very long, tiny dose tapers. Others are fine going super quick. I don't know why. I tend to follow the patient's lead. You can have a seizure if stopping daily benzos abruptly. Again, people are very different in their risk for this, so it's best to be monitored. I should also add for addiction, switching to long-acting and taper is better. So basically, she's explaining, you know, we, this is very well known how to do this. It, we have success with this almost always if you do it correctly. So th the story just don't fucking add up in any way. And, you know, when you're dealing with con artists, you should question, in my opinion, um, 
somebody talking trash. I read the trash. A few people were kind of gloating about it. I'm trying not to gloat about it too much because I, I, I had, like I said, empathy for the guy if he's so depressed all the time. Jordan Peterson is incredible because most right-wing hacks are very boring career hypocrites, whereas he went from nobody to living in Russia with brain damage in about three years by practicing what he preached. And that is kind of true, right? You know, living by the Jordan Peterson lifestyle. You know, and even, even if it is true that he got addicted to these drugs because his wife was diagnosed with cancer, I mean, that's an excuse, isn't it? There's a lot of people that have tragedies that don't get addicted to drugs. You know, his parents are like, anybody, anybody whose wife was dying could get addicted. And I'm like, well, no, not really. Like, my grandma got cancer. Uh, I didn't get addicted to drugs. My mom didn't get addicted to drugs over, or at least not benzos. Um, you know, my mom's dad died. She didn't get addicted to drugs over. My dad died. Didn't get addicted to drugs over. So, like, most people don't. Yeah, anybody can, but the vast majority of us have incredibly horrible things happen to us throughout life, and we don't get addicted to benzos on it, right? So that's just another excuse his cult makes for him, um, which is fine. Like, if it's you can get addicted to drugs, okay? Everybody has the right to fail, right? I, I learned, this is something personal, I learned recently, I was talking to my sister last week, and I learned that my father actually died from crack addiction. I didn't even know that. I had no idea. But she told me, yeah, he was on crack real bad. He died from crack, okay? This is my dad. So I have empathy for anybody that gets addicted to drugs. I don't think that makes you weak or, you know, any of that. But it's their side that's pretending that this is true, in my opinion. Um, anyway. So let's watch some Jordan Peterson moments. Just not only is, is the guy... Seemed to me to be an incredible misogynist, but it just seems incredibly miserable. This is not something recent. This is something that's always seemed to me. Like, why are people taking advice from this guy who looks like he wants to kill himself? But anyway, this is kind of funny. Watch how long it takes him to answer this question. I just want quick answers from you. Who is your favorite author? Dostoevsky. Who's your favorite female author? I thought I had it all together. <laughs> <laughs> say anything say words oh my god this is the longest anybody has ever gone without talking ever what the fuck you can't even think of a female author Maya Angelou JK Rowling say anything just say words and Frank whatever dude but you can tell he's never even thought about it this dude's such such a fucking misogynist anyway here's a here's another example of this Do I have a favorite feminist? I don't think of things that way. I'm, I'm not a favorite of ideologues. Do I have a favorite admirable woman? Pause. Long pause. Who can't think of my anything. favorite admirable woman. <laughs> Just say any woman's name. <laughs> Your wife. Anything. I'm, I'm sorry. I often I'm have a difficulty, yeah. a difficult time bringing names to mind. Uh -huh. The woman who established right. nursing as a profession in Britain. Can't even think of her name. Yes, Florence Nightingale. It's like good for Florence. She feels good for Florence. Oh my God, this dude. Seriously, fuck Jordan. I mean, not fuck him. I don't want him to die or anything. But fuck his whole ideology. You know, fuck his whole personality. The fact that people worship this guy is so goddamn sad. It's completely fucking ridiculous. So anyway, I guess that's all I'm going to talk about Jordan Peterson. I don't believe the story at all. 
I'm wondering if he tried to commit himself and now has brain damage because of it. Pure speculation. Maybe they're in Russia trying to cover it up. I have no idea. Maybe their story is completely true. Either way, don't listen to Jordan Peterson. Don't follow his example. Not good for your health. Don't trust him. And let's read the Super Chats. What you guys got to think about that? Do you agree with my take on Jordan Peterson or am I full of goddamn fucking shit? It's definitely possible. See ya. Have you heard about the train killer? They're still figuring out his locomotives. <laughs> Is it Mr. Glass? Thank you, C. Bishop Davis. Appreciate that. 4D, $10. Thank you, 4D. That's generous. Thanks for keeping up the show, Dusty. Hope it can keep going for the furballs. Hey, I'm going to do it for as long as I can, you know. I'm, I'm working on it. Uh, the ratings seem that they're going to be up tonight. I guess people are interested in the whole Jordan Peterson thing, so we'll see what's happening. You guys make sure to share the video with your friends. Make sure to like and subscribe. Very important. Ring the bell. Ring the motherfucking bell. Um, also important. All that good shit. Sorry, read that. Nope. See Bishop Davis, another $2. Left Hook would be a dope name. Suggested for by Belio. Yeah, Left Hook's not bad. See, I'm afraid, though, if I say left, I'm not like bread tube left. So I'm not that far left. Like, I'm... I'm more to the center than they are in a lot of ways, so I'm kind of hesitant to use the left name. But I don't know. Maybe I will. Thank you for the suggestion. Breaking Bet, 094-499. I hope everything is good. I'll be watching tomorrow. I hope I'll be able to catch the live show on Friday. Yeah, man. Hope you tune in. Look forward to seeing you. Appreciate it. Uh, low PNC, $2. Left hooker. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. You know, sex work is real work. Don't hate on it. Beast Nation, $5. Funny. When some of the most heartless people demand others have a heart, almost sounds like a work with your abuser to me. I know, right? It sounds like hypocrisy to me. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Don't blame anybody else for your problems. 12 rules for life. It's an antidote to chaos. It doesn't seem to be an antidote to chaos. Seems like you need a, a separate antidote to help you with your benzo problem. But, you know, I guess we know what the B in Jordan B. Peterson stands for now. Cut the dusty. Seriously, fall soap. Great name for a podcast. Fall soap. Why fall soap? I like the soap. I don't understand the fall soap part, but I think the soap. Social media soap opera would be a cool name. I can think of so many ways to market that. We'll see what happens. Jordan Pearson has taken has hatred inside him. Yeah, I mean, I I, I almost think. That he has imposter syndrome or something. I think that he's kind of gotten what he wanted. He wanted to be famous. He wanted to be loved. But then he goes out and he gets destroyed by Matt Dillahunty in a debate. He gets destroyed by Zizek in a debate. He gets destroyed by Sam Harris in a debate. Um, and he has to make up an excuse. Oh, well, I got destroyed by Sam Harris because uh, I drank a thimble full of apple cider vinegar and it made me stay awake for a month, which is bullshit. You can't stay awake for a month. That's physically impossible but you know it's just excuses and i think he kind of knows that all these people that are worshiping him are just full of fucking shit because he's full of fucking shit i mean he, he knows who he is right and it actually makes you dislike your fans when you know you're a fraud but they still fucking love you it makes you think what the fuck is wrong with these people holy shit don't they can't they see right through me the way i see right through me and so i, I think that makes him depressed in my opinion and 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 there's another part of me, I know this is going to sound unempathetic, but maybe if you're a shitty con man who is a misogynist, who spreads hatred about trans people, who has a scam college 
maybe if you're a shitty person, you should be depressed. I don't know. I, that would depress me. That's why I try not to be a shitty person. That's why I didn't get involved in the anti-SAW community. That's why I quit doing all the stupid shit I was doing in Denver. That's why I started my animal sanctuary because I just didn't want to be a shitty person. And I feel so much better now. Life is so much grander now. I just That's my impression of him. Like I said, I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist. Not that I really even believe in psychology very much anymore. I mean, this guy kind of proves that it's a lot of bullshit. You're a smart guy, Dusty. Hey, thank you, Django Finn. I don't know how smart I am, but I can talk. You got to give me that. I can run my goddamn mouth. Grandpa. Hell yeah. I was going to call it Boomer Takes. What do you think of that? Boomer Takes with Dusty Smith. But I don't know. Somebody said that sounds like a anti-HJW channel. So, uh, let's see what else I got here. Should Peterson retire like Lauren Southern? I mean, it depends on what his brain damage is like. If he gets, if his, if he's got severe brain damage, then he might have to retire because he'll be too embarrassed to be seen in public. Now, maybe, maybe he'll uh, recover fully, or maybe this, this whole thing is a scam—just get sympathy. I, I had no idea. Once again, yeah, all right, let's see what else. I got. The Rainbow Connection will save him. Oh, yeah, call Kermit. Kermit's got the hookup. Hmm. Destroyed by Matt. He was destroyed by Matt. Holy shit. He was fucking crushed by Matt. He was like, you need a spiritual event in your life to quit smoking. Like, no, you don't. What the fuck are you talking about? You don't need no kind of supernatural spiritual event to quit smoking. People quit smoking all the time. Yeah, he was destroyed by Matt. He was destroyed by Zizek and he was destroyed by Sam Harris. Incredibly. Only the most arduent fanboy would watch those debates and think he wasn't crushed. You, you could just see it in his face, the crushing. It was pitiful. How about Dusty the OK Boomer? I think they're going to have a, like a TV show called OK Boomer coming out, which is sad. I could just call it the Dusty Smith Show with Dusty Smith. Don't know. We'll see what happens in the near future. All right. More Super Chats, please. Please support the show if you can. Lifeblood of the show and all that. Help me out so I can keep doing this. Going to continue on with the show. All right. Next up, we're going to talk about the Oscars. Oscars happened last night, and as always, people mad, racist, or mad, because uh, I guess Parasite won Film of the Year, and it's uh, by a South Korean movie producer and director and writer, and oh my God, why are Asians winning American Film Awards? Let's get upset, said the people that accuse everybody else of getting upset about everything. Let's see where we got here. Oh, here we go. First off, John Miller. Incredibly dumb dipshit John Miller. A man named Bong Joon-ho wins Oscar for the best original screenplay over Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in 1917. Okay, cool. I'm with you. I'm okay with that. Acceptance speech was great honor. Thank you. Okay, cool with you. Sounds good. Then he proceeds to give the rest of his speech in Korean. All right, that sounds completely normal. He's Korean. These people are the destruction of America. Uh-huh. What? Ooh, that took a weird turn there. Like, what people? What are you talking about? Who? This got 30,000 likes. You talking about Koreans? Asians are the destruction of America? Foreign people? Is that what you're talking about? Or are you talking about the Academy who would dare give an award to somebody from South Korea? Don't know. I got questions, but good Lord, what a dumb fucking piece of shit you are. Cry more, noob. Die mad about it. And speaking of other people that should die mad about it, 
Um, Crowder literally hires people to dress in stupid costumes and hang out with him as he watches award shows. And uh, look how mad they got that Parasite won the award. Here you go, best picture. There it is. Not Parasite, not Parasite, not Parasite. Rodrigo Fulani. And the Oscar goes to... The Vietnamese. <laughs> Parasite. Oh! No! 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 Come on! No! Why do we do this every year? <laughs> Die mad, die mad, sooner the better. Damn you, Oscar! Damn you! You're giving somebody this not an American award. What the fuck? And uh speaking of which, here's another guy freaking out about it. Anti-SJWs! Good lord, these people, they're like even more cringe than they were five years ago. Look at this whiny ass bitch. Pat yourself on the fucking back, Academy. Go pat your woke ass fucking selves on the fucking back. I am sorry. This is fucking ludicrous and fucking asinine. I can't believe this shit. And again, I wanted Joker to win. It could have been any fucking film. Little fucking women, I don't give a fuck. You guys could have gave that shit to fucking... Uh, I don't care. Shazam. You could have gave it to Shazam. I don't care. But a film shouldn't be nominated for Best Foreign Film and then also have the opportunity to win Best Picture. Because none of the other Best Picture nominations had a chance to be nominated for anything else. You know, I mean, yes, the technical awards and all that shit. But if Best Foreign Film is the equivalent of Foreign Best Picture, then why is the films in our country, the country which we all fucking watch in the Academy, okay? We watch those fucking films why is Parasite then nominated to that? Again, how many fucking people in this country seen Parasite? I guarantee you it's probably 2% of the fucking population. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It was ridiculous last year when Roma was nominated. If you are nominated for Best Foreign Film, you should be invalid to be nominated for Best Fucking Picture. Okay? And just keep in mind, this guy thinks that you're all snowflakes. It's the liberals that snowflakes. They get upset about everything, even the dumbest shit. You're literally freaking out about the Oscars. You whiny little fucking piss babies. Good god damn these people. And uh, Joaquin Phoenix got up there and gave a really good speech. Enjoyed Joaquin Phoenix's speech. Now, I can't show you the speech because uh, they will copyright my shit. But he got up there and he was like uh, shitting on the dairy industry. Talking about how we basically rape cows and inseminate them and then rip their babies away from them as they cry and it's unmistakable. They're guttural moans of sorrow. And then like we steal the milk that's supposed to be for their babies and that, you know, we need to take more responsibility to actually be more empathetic and do the right thing. Awesome fucking speech. He's been killing it. Every time he's been winning these speeches, he's been using his platform to actually speak out against positive changes in society exactly what you're supposed to do when you have a large platform. Don't sit up there and thank God or your agent like Ricky Gervais tells you to do because that's bullshit. Fucking use your platform to make the world better. So kudos, kudos to Joaquin Phoenix, but uh, of course, Ricky Gervais. Gotta have a comment about all this. I have nothing against the most famous people in the world using their privilege. Global platform to tell the world what they believe. I even agree with most of it. I just tried to warn them that when they lecture everyday hardworking people, it has the opposite effect. Peace. Got 86,000 likes for this, and the chuds loved it. Almost every fucking comment that's positive are just right-wing shitheads kissing his ass over this. 
look, dude, you absolutely should use your fucking platform to speak out against injustices in the world. And if it makes people do the opposite thing, Ricky, what you should be doing is you should be calling the people out who behave that way. If fucking hearing Walking Phoenix talk about how we should not support the dairy industry because of the harmful shit they're doing to animals, and they make somebody go, oh my God, I'm going to go out and drink even more milk. I'm going to show you, Walking Phoenix, then you, Ricky Gervais, should be talking about what shitheads that person is. If these things these celebrities are saying make you actually behave more like an evil asshole, that's fucking on you. You're the one that should be called out for that. Not the celebrities who are trying to do better things with their platform. Ricky Gervais, what the fuck, dude? There's a reason that you're attracting all these right-wing shitheads. Why are you doing this? Is your ego really that big that you just love the attention so much that you don't give a shit where you get it from? You don't give a shit what harm you cause to society? Shut the fuck up, Ricky! Or keep talking, I don't really give a shit. I actually like Ricky Gervais, so... Um, I give him shit, but I've like seen almost everything Ricky Gervais has ever done. I'm actually a really big fan of his. I think The Office, the American version of The Office, is my favorite sitcom of all time. And he's done some really good shows. And I know he's an atheist. And uh, The Invention of Lying, I thought was very good. I like this show where he played uh, the little guy who had uh, the mental disability. Um, I liked it all. He had a show on Netflix not long ago where he played an atheist. Liked everything he's done. So I hate to shit on him too bad. He, I just get frustrated with him because it seems like he's pandering to a right-wing audience for some reason. And it's just annoying to me. But anyway, you do what you do, Ricky, I guess. Don't listen to me. You got $150 million in the bank. And of course, uh, Dave Rubin had to come out and shit on trans people over the Iowa caucus for some reason. I have, like, I don't fucking know why. Before we talk about that, I want to talk about something else. Oh, we were talking about, going to talk about the, uh, let's skip that down for a second. We're still talking about the Oscars for a second. Talk about uh, 1917. Guessing 1917? Like, uh, I knew absolutely nothing about this movie going into it. I had no idea what it was about. I just saw it on the Pirate Bay. I didn't pirate it because I would never do that. But I saw it on the Pirate Bay and I downloaded it for free. Didn't pirate it, but I watched it after I downloaded it for the Pirate Bay. Once again, don't pirate. Anyway, I had no idea anything about it. Like, never even fucking heard of this movie before. And so I was watching it. And, um... The whole thing is like it's shot in one take. And I had no idea going in that what it was like. And so I was watching it and I was thinking, oh, this, this is kind of interesting. And it kept going and it kept looking like it was the same take. And I was like, wait a minute. Is this whole thing so far? I'm 10 minutes in thinking, is this whole thing been done in one take? How do they do 10 minutes in one take? And then it kept going 15 minutes. And I was like, holy shit, man. How in the fuck are they doing this? And then I realized that they're doing some kind of camera trickery to make it look like it's all shot in one take, because it would be impossible to shoot an entire fucking film in one take. And so I started trying to look for the stitches, and you can kind of find a couple of them if you watch them, but they're so fucking well done. Um, the plot of the movie is not that intricate or anything, but the way it was shot was really incredible. I think it won for Best Visual Effects, and I could definitely see that. I'm surprised it didn't win more uh, awards. But great movie if you haven't seen it. I recommend it. So now we're going to talk about Dave Rubin. And the Iowa caucus, Iowa caucus happened last week, and it was a fucking shit show. DNC fucked that up in every goddamn way it could possibly be fucked up. Of course, Dave Rubin got to take to the airwaves, and for some reason, uh, shit on trans people? What the fuck do trans people even have to do with anything? Why you got to take a shot at trans people, Dave Rubin? Holy shit, dude. What a fucking sell. I just woke up. Before I get an Iowa caucus update, let me take a wild guess. Nobody has agreed on the results, so Elizabeth Warren has announced that she now identifies as a non-binary trans-disabled lesbian. That automatically gives her the win according to the DNC rules. Did I get it? No. 
Good lord, the straw man caricature you guys built on the left is so lame. I mean, seriously, dude, you do realize that trans people are one of the most demonized, downtrodden classes in society, commit suicide all the time. Why do you have to keep taking shots at them? It's exactly the same as it was for gay people. You know, it's better for gay people now. It's still bad for gay people. Lots of gay people still are abused and uh, bullied and commit suicide. But it's much better than it was because people have normalized being gay. So you don't have to hide in the closet anymore, Dave Rubin, because of the activism of the people that came before you. But it was exactly shitheads like you who took every opportunity they could to shit on gay people, who slowed the evolution of our society, who made it worse for gay people. Why are you doing this to trans people? I mean, I know why you're doing it. Because you're a fucking shameless, heartless, goddamn grifter who would do anything for a dollar bill. You will sell anybody fucking out. You're a horrible, goddamn human being who should be ashamed of yourself, but for some reason you lack the ability to feel shame. But fuck you, man. Fuck you deeply and fuck you hard. And this person says, epic joke, sir. Guess what happened next? One little comment to Dave Rubin. You're blocked. You're blocked. This is the guy that pretends like he loves diversity of ideas. This is the guy that pretends they love free speech. And they just want to talk about the real ideas and issues. I had to recover from all those big ideas I took in. But nope. You say anything, even the slightest comment to these snowflakes, and poof. Blocked immediately. They're just hypocrites. Evil, evil, evil fucking hypocrites. If you support Dave Rubin, fuck you. Fuck you. I was actually going on a date with a girl one time. Um, what was her name? Melissa Chen. You guys know Melissa Chen? She invited me out to New York one time to go on a, I guess it was a date. I don't know. She invited me to go see uh, Richard Dawkins with her in New York. And I was going to go out there and I, I kind of blew her off. And uh, later on, she came out as a big Dave Rubin supporter. And I was like, well, shit. Talk about being unattracted, like in, instant unattraction to her. I like unfollowed her, never talked to her again. Just I hope she doesn't still support this motherfucker. But if you do, shame on you, Melissa Chan. For shame. Terrible. Terrible. And we'll finish up covering the Iowa caucuses. So uh, Mayor Pete, Evil Morty as I call him. And maybe I should stop calling him Evil Morty because, like, there's a very, 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 very tiny chance that Mayor Pete is going to actually get the nomination. Um, and everybody's been calling him a rat and, and shitting on him. And I understand why people are disliking him and calling him a rat and shit, shitting on him. But in the, the very small chance that he actually does get the nomination, he is so much better than Trump in every way. And I hate to shit on him too much because that only helped Trump win. And, you know, that would be devastating to society. I'm going to show you in a minute. Trump is cutting Medicare. He's cutting food stamps. He's attacking the poor while he's giving billionaires tax cuts. I mean, it's awful. It's a horrible nightmare system. So, yes, he's going to be better, even though he's not good. But anyway, he came out and he uh, declared victory. And also, Bernie Sanders came out and declared victory. And they asked Bernie Sanders, hey, Mayor Pete declared victory. And you also declared victory. Why should we believe you instead of Mayor Pete? Mayor Pete's been declaring a win for days now. Why should people believe your victory speech over his? Because I got 6,000 more votes. And from where I come, when you get 6,000 more votes, that's generally regarded to be the winner. <laughs> yes. King! Yes, Slay King! It makes sense to me! Hey, I got more votes! That means I won! If only our system worked like that. This is America. It doesn't work like that, right? We have the dumbest fucking system on the earth where the person that gets the most votes usually doesn't win. Because why would you win just because you got the most votes? Don't you know some votes count more than others? Some people are more important than you. 
But yeah, love to see that. Bernie owned him, and he's doing very well in the polls. Looks like he's actually going to fucking win this one. I was worried that Biden was going to get the nomination, but Biden has sabotaged himself every fucking step of the way, and now Bernie is soaring, so I'm actually really encouraged by all this. But holy shit, some people are freaking out about it. Some people are not happy at the thought of Bernie getting the nomination, like Chris Matthews. Like this dude, I don't know if he's got some kind of a senior mental disorder. I don't want to be ageist, because people are ageist against me, but... The dude doesn't seem to be mentally well. Here he is basically claiming that he thinks Bernie might murder people in Central Park. What in the absolute fuck? I, I have my own views of the word socialist, and I'll be glad to tell them, share them with you in private. And they go back to uh, the early 1950s. I have an attitude about them. I remember the Cold War. I have an attitude towards Castro. I believe if Castro and the, and the, and the Reds had won the Cold War, there were the executions in Central Park, and I might have been one of the ones getting executed. And certain other people would be there cheering, okay? So I have a problem with people who took the other side. I don't know who Bernie Bernie supports over these years. I don't know what he means by social. One week it's Denmark. We're going to be like Denmark. Okay, that's harmless. That's that's basically a capitalist country with a lot of good social welfare programs. Denmark is harmless. Pretty clearly in the Denmark category, yeah. How do you know? Did he tell you that? Well, I mean, that's what he says and that's what his agenda calls for. Yes, because that's what's his agenda. What the fuck? Haven't you ever read his agenda? What do you mean you don't know what he fucking stands for? Have you ever researched that you're a goddamn news person? I barely have a high school education, and I know what he fucking stands for. What is wrong with you? Why did they let these motherfuckers on national television to say this stupid bullshit? God damn it. He's not calling for it. Let's see. Let's see. Let's figure that one out. But we haven't seen a, a campaign yet. Where video of him praising the other version, right. which is Castro, has been used. Well, but that will be used. That's a question we of how. Seen how that plays. Of how tangible, what what the effect that has. In well, what does he think of Castro? That's a great question. What did you think of Fidel Ismo? We all thought he was great when he first. I think cheering like mad for him okay. when he first went in, and then he became a communist and started shooting okay. every one of his enemies. Okay. It's just really stupid. Look at Bernie's policies. Bernie's actually worldwide a, a center left. He's not a communist. He's not even a socialist. Have you ever heard Bernie talk about seizing the means of production? No, he's a capitalist. He's just basically a social democrat, right? That's what I am, basically. That's why I'm kind of uh, hesitant to use the word left or left turn in my title because I'm, I'm more like a Bernie centrist than I am like a communist. Like, I just don't think our society is ever going to reorganize itself into tens of thousands of tiny communists. I just don't see that happening. I don't think our society is ever going to force every business to become a co-op. Doesn't seem very likely to me, and I don't think that's actually a good idea either. I think that would stifle innovation, in my opinion. We can talk about that some other time. But anyway, fuck off, Chris Matthews. Dude needs to retire yesterday, in my opinion. And uh, so then, uh, oh my God, speaking of uneducated voters... So apparently this Mayor Pete supporter has just figured out he's gay. And she ain't into it. Look at this fucking bigot, dude. How do you not know Mayor Pete is gay? And then at the same time, good Lord, what a piece of shit you are over it. Came so over are you saying that he has the same sex partner? Yes. Are you kidding? He's married to him, yeah. Well, then I don't want anybody like that in the White House. Oh, God, she got a sound stick rotor. So can I have my card back? Yeah, signed it. We could go ask. I never knew that. 
I mean, this woman's right. It does say that in the Bible. A man shall not lie with another man like he lies with a woman. It also says that you should stone your children to death. It also says if you wear mixed fibers, you should be put to death. You know, it also says bash babies' brains against rocks. It also says you can beat your slaves and sell your daughter. So she's right, but at the same time, she's a fucking idiot that just picks and chooses whatever she wants to, like all Christians do, right? You fucking piece of shit. your viewpoint on this I so totally do but I think that we were not around how come this has never been brought out before (laughs) it's common knowledge (laughs) how come nobody knew he was gay why were you hiding your homosexuality Pete Buddha judge holy good fucking Um, we can talk to someone if you, if you need to talk to them about this. I don't know the rules on this or not, but I guess what I would like you to just dig deep inside and think, like, should it matter if it's a woman or if it's a man or if they're heterosexual or homosexual if you believe in what they say? That's my question. It all just went right down the toilet is where it all just went. I'm such a bigot, I don't give a shit what he stands for. Just the fact that he's gay alone, he could be for me getting a million dollars a day and I would still be against him. Because my Jesus said so. Play. Play. You are, yeah, you have a total right to your opinion, and I am not trying to tell you to think otherwise. I am. Fuck you. We'll ask what they want us to do. But I just, I just ask you to look inside your heart, because you sound like a Christian woman to me, and I'm a Christian woman, and my God wants me to love everybody. I do, yep. So you must not believe it, then, if you think it's okay for somebody to be married to a same-sex person. Yeah. The truth is, none of you believe it. You all pick and choose. None of you believe the entirety of the Bible. If you did, you would be living much, much different lives. You're all hypocrites. It's fake. It's fantasy. It's fiction. Fuck off. Goddamn bigots. Make this shit too easy. And I don't know if you guys saw this one or not, but uh, here's a Buttigieg. Buttigieg was uh, at some kind of rally and he was talking shit that was clearly aimed at Bernie Sanders, and the crowd wasn't fucking having it. Started screaming Wall Street, peed at him. Love to see it. With a president this divisive, we cannot risk dividing Americans' future further. Saying that you must either be for a revolution or you must be for the status quo. That didn't go over well, did it, Pete? Fucking evil Morty.
war. We are for our teachers and prepared to battle. Anyway, drown his ass out. So uh, might want to rethink that one, Wall Street Pete. Good fucking lore. We do need a revolution. We need a revolution where we have universal health care. We'll cover that in a minute. I'll uh, see if I can find it down here. My relative who had mental health issues recently finally got the bill. And just the ambulance fees. Took two ambulance rides to the hospital. For those of you in other countries who have no idea what it's like here, $2,600 for one ambulance ride. I shit you fucking not, people. The other ambulance ride was $1,111. So $3,700 for two ambulance rides. You think we need a revolution, motherfuckers? You think we might need a goddamn revolution where you can't even take a goddamn fucking... Can't even take an ambulance. Like... When you try to get healthier and they charge you fees like this, do you think this made my relative's mental health better when they got these bills? Or do you think they thought to themselves, well, I can't even get help in this country. I might as well just kill myself, right? It's just very, very upsetting. I'm not going to cry this episode. I got to quit crying so fucking much. But this shit just gets to me, man. See, it's okay when it's me. But if some people I love, I just can't stand this shit. It makes me want to fucking freak out a little bit. I gotta keep calm. All right. Uh, anyway. And of course, uh, this is frustrating too, man. Seriously. As a Sleeping Giant says, a verified user, also an open white supremacist, absolutely shattering the terms of service and no action taken. Here's Nicholas Bugreton Fuentes, White House doctor. President Buttigieg, I regret to inform you that your husband has just died of AIDS. You have AIDS too, President Buttigieg. That's horrible. Bring me a child to molest and rape. But I literally, literally, my account that took me 10 fucking years to build up was permanently deleted by Twitter because I said the word bitch. Now, what the fuck? This just seems so arbitrary. How they don't enforce the rules against anybody fucking else, but against me. They fucking punish me for nothing. That's so frustrating. God damn it, Twitter. Wish I wasn't so addicted to using you as a platform for my show. And, uh, can't stop watching this. Joe Biden swallowing Peter Paul. Joe Biden's so fucking creepy. What is going on with Joe Biden, dude? I'm glad to see he's tanking in the polls. Pete seems to be tanking too. Let me just show you this shit and then I'll comment because good fucking lord. Why? Why Why any of this? What is wrong with you kids? Joe Biden! Yeah, yeah! Joe Biden! Yeah, yeah! Joe Biden! Biden's back! Alright! Uh, like Titus Andromedon says, What is this white nonsense? Because there's one or two black people in there or three or whatever, but holy shit! Regardless, that's some white nonsense. Cringe to death. No, Joe. No. None of this. Zero of this ever. Nobody likes that. And uh, then you might have saw this one where Joe Biden calls uh, somebody who mildly criticized him a lying dog-faced pony soldier? That's a new one on me. I'm about to add that to my repertoire, but uh, good lord, he's weird. Hi, my name is Madison, and I'm an econ student at Mercer University. And 
Oh, awesome. Um, so I'm going to be a little bit so, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so you're arguably the candidate with the greatest advantage in this race. You've been the vice president. You weren't burdened down by the impeachment trials. So, or in the participation. So, how do you explain the performance in Iowa, and why should the voters believe that you can win the national election? It's a good question. Number one, I was a Democratic caucus. You ever been to a caucus? No, you haven't. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. You said you were, but you're, you're, now you got to be honest. I'm going to be honest with you. It was a... <laughs> you're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. Okay. That must be something he picked up when he was in the Civil War. I don't know. I don't want to be ageist here, but good Lord, that's some old school shit right there. And I guess that's all I'm talking about the Iowa caucus for now. Good to see Bernie surge. Good to see all these other people fall by the wayside. I hope that sticks. Damn, Pete got booed worse than Roman Reigns. I haven't watched the WWF or WWE as it is now called in so long. I know what is he? Uh, isn't he the like ne cousin of the Rock or something? I think. Good looking guy, but don't know. But boo, Roman Reigns. Parasite is about wealth inequality. Of course, they hate it. That's true. But uh. Hollywood seemed to love it. All those incredibly rich millionaires in Hollywood gave it an award, so wondering if they understand what it was about at all. Don't know. Rave Dubin, there is a lot of fragile white feelings that keep telling us that we shouldn't care about Hollywood. I know, right? Well, they want to maintain the status quo. So anybody that has the power to change the status quo, you should shut the fuck up. Don't say that shit. They might take a few dollar bills out of my pocket. Thank you for that. Viking Lair, thank you, Dusty. No problem, Viking Lair. As always, you guys be sure to check out Viking Lair, sponsor of the show for all your Viking needs. Lots of stuff in the Viking Lair. Click. Do it quicker. There we go. Printed hoodies, products. Let's see what the all oh, products are real quick. Click it. My connection is slow. Click it. Do it. Go. So it's like Viking. Ooh, it's like right off of the show Vikings. Like that show? I like that show. Ivar the Boneless. That motherfucker's bad. All right, get back on that. Thank you, Viking Lair, for sponsoring the show. Next up, Baron Vanu. Art has no borders. Anti-HW didn't get the memo. I mean, true, right? They're always one talking about, oh my God, it should be all about the quality, right? Just focus on the quality. It was a quality movie. Now, I didn't like the end of that movie very much. The ending up here. I'm not, I guess I won't talk about it because we haven't seen it. But the very ending with all the Morse code stuff, I found incredibly far-fetched and unlikely. But, of course, the whole thing was kind of like that, I guess. So you can't really nitpick too much because it was a good movie. But had a little bit of problems to suspending my disbelief at the very end. Otherwise, very good movie. Recommend you see it. Um, funny when some of the most heartless people demand others. I already read that. All right. More Super Chats, please. Please support the show so I can keep doing the show two nights a week if you care about that at all. And you want to see me help out the little animals. Call to Dusty, do you think wrestling, toxic masculinity? I mean, yeah, there's a lot of toxic masculinity at wrestling, obviously. But it, that's kind of the whole point, I guess. It's a soap opera for men. So I don't know why they can't just talk their problems out. You know, sit down and have a cup of tea. Talk about your feelings. No, you got to resort to fighting. Seems pretty insecure to me, but what do I know? 
Um, let's see what else we got up here. Cult of Dusty. I mean, it's honestly, it's extremely good. Both Pete and Biden are in the race, splitting their votes, ruining both their chances. Yep. Hopefully they'll both drop out soon and support Bernie. That would be good to see. Um, he's weird. I assume you mean Biden. Yes, Biden is very weird. Strange fellow. Jordan Peterson has a different kind of crack addiction. Uh, is that like an anal sex joke? I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. Uh, Morse code is real. Yes, I know Morse code is real. I just don't think that... Okay, I'm not going to tell you what happens at the end of the movie, but I don't see what happened at the movie actually happening. Not that any of that would happen, but you know what I'm saying. I, I seems unlike... Especially that note at the end was so long. Who's going to sit there and type... Okay, I'm not going to ruin them. Sorry. Can't ruin the movie. But, uh... What is that name? For Bell? frbe one one I Patreon you, but here's a little more. I thank you. Appreciate that. Every little bit helps. Really appreciate you guys' support. Please consider supporting the show on Patreon. Once again, patreon.com. I really need the help because I want to keep doing this two shows a week. Uh, maybe the rebranding will help. I don't know. But uh, every bit you guys can do really means a lot. I sure appreciate it. Crack addiction. Yeah, like I didn't know my dad had a crack addiction, man. Like I heard my dad smoke crack. Like. But I didn't realize it was something he was doing a lot. And my dad, like, had a car wreck when he was young. And so he was on this other medication, and they specifically told him, never do any kind of, like, crack or cocaine or any of that shit. Don't take hard drugs with this medication, because, like, you'll die. And my dad was like, I guess just smoking his fucking life away. Didn't give a shit. I guess he was just enjoying the crack too much. I personally have never done crack, so... But it sounds amazing! Apparently, you don't give a shit if you die or not when you do it, so, uh... I think I will avoid that. Need glasses to read my name. I know, right? I had to put those glasses on so I can see that little tiny shit. Usually I can read it if I can make it out what it is, but when it's something strange, I'm like, I gotta take a second look at that shit. Alright, let me... UFC had worse scoring than the Iowa caucuses. Yeah, they had some bad scoring. Apparently the judges weren't even watching the fights. The last UFC, they were just looking at the ground and shit. Joe Rogan was giving shit about that. and uh, John Jones... I don't know if you saw that. Spoiler alert, he won a decision, a close decision. So he has now been undefeated in like his last 18 fights. So like, go John Jones. Hopefully he won't come back on steroids like he always fucking does. Goddamn John Jones. Probably the greatest UFC fighter in history, but dude can't get his shit together. Hey, Destiny, greetings from Oz. Get it? You get it? It's Oz, the TV show. I used to watch that show all the time. Love, love Oz. A lot of rape. A lot of rape in Oz. But other than the rape, great show. Um, Trump will lose against Bernie. I hope so. That would be nice. I smoked crack one time. The high only lasts a few minutes. Don't see how anybody could get addicted to it. Okay, I, I smoked cocaine a few times, like when I was in Denver. But I did cocaine maybe four, maybe five times. And yeah, it doesn't last very long. It feels okay, though. It's cool. Makes your mouth numb when you do it. Makes your gums numb when you do it. But yeah, it like wears off really quick. And you're like, what the fuck? Why don't I do that? I just go smoke weed and be happier. Crack is the same as powder cocaine. Okay. Well, it's a little bit different, right? It's like mixed with, I don't know, baking soda or something. And you smoke it. So it's totally different, I guess. I'm no expert. Um, crack is closer to ADHD meds than cocaine. I've done a lot of Adderall, that's for sure. Adderall is pretty cool. I've done it a long time. I haven't done like any hard drugs since I was in Denver. No, that's been five or six years ago. I guess I did mushrooms one time. But other than weed, I haven't done any drugs 
other than mushrooms since I was in Denver, and it's all good. You know, I got my fill of all that shit. Got it out of my system. Weed is definitely better. Definitely my drug of choice. All right, let's continue on with the show. So, uh, Trump gave him State of the Union address, and it was a train wreck as fucking always. And, of course, Nancy Pelosi had to make a big show. I'm going to tear this speech up. Look at me. I'm really standing up to Trump by tearing paper. And obviously this is just, you know, pageantry, just part of the show. And as Walker Brackman says, this is so much better than denying him a $738 billion a year defense budget. I know, right? Why don't you stand up to him when it really matters? Instead of this fake, it's a play they're putting on. Get rid of Nancy Pelosi. Seriously, get rid of all of them. Like, fuck these people. Tired of seeing these people play games instead of actually doing real shit. And, uh, but people were mad. People were real mad about her tearing that speech up. An Alabama cop posted on Facebook that uh, she was going to have a roadside bomb put on her car, next to her car, because she tore the speech up. A fucking cop. All right. Continue. God damn it. Continue without supporting us. Yes. I'm not supporting you, Raw Story. An Alabama cop is apologizing. He should even want to apologize. He should probably go to prison for terroristic threats, don't you think? For a Facebook post where he said the House Majority Leader Nancy Pelosi could be targeted with a roadside bomb for daring to tear up President Trump's State of the Union speech, the Daily Mail reports, Pelosi just ripped up his speech, uh, Geraldine Police Department Assistant Chief Jeff Buckles wrote. Roadside bomb on her way home or in any other Democrats. That's a terroristic threat. That's an absolute terroristic fucking threat. Now, where are all the anti hjws at? Where are you conservative chuds at? Oh, the right is more violent than the left. Yes, they are. That's what you should be saying if you had any integrity whatsoever. They would be shouting this stuff out every god. There'd be a hundred videos of it if it was a left-wing person saying this about Trump. But just silence. Crickets. Because nope. They live in their own reality where it's a different set of rules completely. I have definitely offended some people with my remarks. You made a terroristic threat. Yeah, that's very offensive. It just rips my heart out that our great country is so divided. You're the one dividing it. You're literally threatening terroristic threats because someone tore up a piece of paper and then saying you're worried about the country being divided. You fucking goddamn dipshit. Good Lord, what is wrong with these fucking people? It's so frustrating. That's America for you, though. This is America, yo. And next up, Charlie Kirk mad about it. Big old head, small face, Charlie Kirk. U.S. Code prohibits the destruction of government records. Nancy Pelosi may have just committed a violation of 18 UCA, USC 2071 Section 2071 when she ripped up President Trump's dead union address. This is a violation punishable by up to three years in prison. She tore a fucking goddamn piece of paper up. You fucking snowflakes. Oh, oh no, she tore the paper up. How are we ever going to know what he said now? It's lost to history. We'll never know what he said now. Oh, if only somebody would have filmed it and then broadcast it worldwide. If only we had that happen. But no, Nancy Pelosi fucked everything up for all of us for all time. She destroyed history. Oh, my God. Fuck these people. Shit, they just whine and they cry about everything, which would be fine if they didn't pretend like the left does that instead of them. If they were just honest about it. Yes, we're the snowflakes. Yes. We're whiny little piss babies that cry about everything. Yes, but at least we're owning up to it. You know, maybe then I could respect them a little more. I wouldn't respect them, but a little more. And then, of course, the uh, Medal of Freedom, which is the, I guess, 
it's the what's the word I'm looking for? It's the highest civilian honor that can be given to somebody. And basically it's meaningless now. Not that it wasn't always meaningless. Medals have always been meaningless, in my opinion, you know. You get injured in a war, you lose your arm. Oh, here's a little shiny piece of metal with a ribbon on it. Oh, your loved one died. Here's a medal. I hope that makes up for their life that got taken from them because they were fighting for assholes. But it was already meaningless, but now it's incredibly fucking meaningless. Like, even, I'm, I'm obviously never going to get a Medal of Freedom, but I wouldn't even want it now since they gave it to Rush Limbaugh. So he gave Rush Limbaugh the Medal Call of Freedom at the State, State of the Union address. And this is the kind of motherfucker our president is giving the highest civilian honor in the world to. Here tonight is a special man. Nigga with an A on the end. Well, I think I can now. Isn't that the point? Because it's not racist. That's the point. I could be talking about a male. I could be a Chinese male. A guy at the laundromat. Beloved by millions of Americans. How many of you guys, in your own experience with women, have learned that no means yes if you know how to spot it? Meanwhile, Al Sharpton goes out the front door. Yes, I spoke a little Negro dialect there. I can do that when I, uh, when I want to. In and out the front door. He is the greatest fighter and winner that you will ever meet. Uh, they call it sexual objectification, demeaning, not taking women seriously, but it's just the way of the world. Boys chase girls. Who is the cute kid in the White House? No, 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 that's not the kid, that's, that's the kid. What does it say about the college co-ed Susan Fluke, who goes before a congressional committee and essentially says that she must be paid to have sex? What does that make her? It makes her a slut, right? Makes her a prostitute. She wants to be paid to have sex. This is a woman who just wanted government paid for birth control, right? Which actually helps society in many ways. And Rush Limbaugh is calling her a slut and a prostitute simply for that. It's just, holy shit, man. We gave this guy a medal of fucking freedom. It's just, it's a, it's a parody. It's a parody universe we're living in. There's no way you convince me otherwise at this point. If we're going to have to pay for this, then we want something in return, Ms. Fluke. And that would be the videos of all this sex posted online so we can see. In recognition God. of all that you have done for our nation. You're a foreigner. Shut your mouth or get out. And if you come here illegally, you're going to jail. Political correct society is acting like some giant insults taking place by calling a bunch of people who are retards, retards. I've been for trannies for a long time. I, said, I don't know if you've heard otherwise. Feminism was established so as to allow unattractive women easier access to the mainstream of society. It doesn't look like Michelle Obama follows her own nutritionary dietary advice. I'm trying to say that our first lady does not project the image of women that you might see on the cover of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. There are plenty of lard-ass women in politics, and they get a total pass on it. Look at this fat motherfucker talking! God damn it, no goddamn self-reflection whatsoever. It's just... It's just a sigh. I just got a sigh, right? The millions of people a day that you speak to and that you inspire. 
Here you have a black president trying to destroy a white policeman. The media has been very desirous that a black quarterback do well. Mm -hmm. We're interested in black coaches and black quarterbacks doing well. I think there was a little hope invested in McNabb, and he got a lot of credit for the performance of this team that he really didn't deserve. You put your kids on a school bus, you expect, you expect safety, but in Obama's America, the white kids now get beat up with the black kids cheering, yeah, right on, right on, right on. So David Patterson will become the Massa. Yes. who gets to a point, whoever gets to take Massa's place. So, for the first time in his life, Patterson's going to be a Massa. I am proud to announce tonight... They have discovered that Obama does have slave blood. It's preposterous that Caucasians are blamed for slavery when they've done more to end it than any other race. If any race of people should not have guilt about slavery, it's Caucasians. Put it to you this way, the NFL all too often looks like a game between the Bloods and the Crips. You will be receiving our country's highest civilian honor, the Presidential Medal of Freedom. The way this could all be worked out, Clyburn's new position driving Miss Nancy. In the end, Powell will vote for Obama. There's no doubt about it. The titular head of the Republican Party, the ideal model Republican, will vote for Obama. Melanin is thicker than water, folks. The salesperson obviously thought that the Oprah couldn't afford the, what is it, $38,100 bag. Maybe it's because the Oprah's fat. Well, that's another, how was the Oprah dressed? I mean, she didn't look like the Oprah. All right, that's enough of that. Um, at least he's dying. At least we can say that, folks. I mean, I hate to root for anybody's death, but die quicker, please. Seriously, we could at least put that stupid Medal of Freedom on your goddamn casket when you're fucking dead. Wanted to listen to your racist, misogynistic, blowhard, fucking fat face anymore. I don't hate to fat shame him, but since he's fat shaming other people, fuck you, you fat bastard. Literally like fat bastard from the fucking movie. Amazing piece of shit. And, uh, I think 925 into the show. And this just shows you, folks, what politics is like. Probably like this everywhere in the world, but especially in this fucking country, how nothing anybody says means anything. It changes from second to second. This is what all the uh, Republicans were saying about Trump before he got elected. And now they're literally in his cult claiming he's the greatest president ever, except for maybe Mitt Romney. But listen to him. Dishonesty is Donald Trump's hallmark. This man is a pathological liar. I think he's a kook. I think he's crazy. Donald Trump is a delusional narcissist and an orange-faced windbag. The man is utterly amoral. Donald is a bully. A narcissist. The most vulgar person. He's a race-baiting, xenophobic, religious bigot. A business genius he is not. His promises are as worthless as a degree from Trump University. The bullying, the greed, the showing off, the misogyny. That he's a jackass. A speck of dirt is way more qualified to be president. I think he's unfit for office. We should have basically kicked him out of the party. Donald Trump is a phony, a fraud. But now he's president, man. They cannot suck his dick harder. Now he's the greatest thing that's ever existed. Just shows you that these people care nothing uh, about nothing but power. About nothing but their own party. Tribalism. That's what it's 100% about. They will sell their own mother out for any of it. Just shameless, shameless individuals. And uh, it's getting worse, folks.
I always wondered, like I talked about this before, I always wondered how Nazi Germany came to be. How any of those people could have stood by and supported Hitler when he did that. I'm not saying Trump is Hitler, but when you watch stuff like this, you start to understand how it happened. Trump is now praising China for murdering drug dealers. Instead of helping people, instead of like helping people get off drugs or legalizing drugs or doing anything to improve the situation, he's literally saying the most authoritarian shit you can possibly imagine. And the same exact people who would have, in the Republican Party who would have never, ever supported anything like this before, who would have immediately recognized it as evil authoritarianism. Now that Trump says it, they're saying like, hmm, maybe that is a good idea. Maybe we should start killing drug dealers. Saying criminal in China for drugs, by the way, means... Uh... That's serious. They're getting a maximum penalty, and you know what the maximum penalty is in China for that, and it goes very quickly. Uh, it's interesting. We have Singapore. They have very little drug problem. We have China. They have very little drug problem. States with a very powerful death penalty on drug dealers don't have a drug problem. Uh, I don't know that our country is ready for that, but uh, if you look throughout the world, the countries with a powerful death penalty, death penalty with a fair but quick trial. Uh, they have very little, if any, drug problem. That includes China. But he's pro-life, folks. He's totally fucking pro-life to the moment the baby is born. And then if that baby sells a couple marijuana cigarettes, kill him! This is fascism, folks. Fascism is ultra-nationalism with an authoritarian leader. This is exactly what we're fighting against. Creeping fascism. Donald Trump argues the that we should consider the death penalty for drug offenses based on how authoritarian countries like China deal with the drug war. He's trying to tell us who he is. We all need to start listening. He tells us all the fucking time, but his supporters don't care. They are fascist. Now, they don't understand they're fascist because they don't know what the word fascism means, but they are fascist, and it's very important we continuously tell them. And uh, speaking about how evil this man is, Trump hits Medicaid, food stamps, and, and push to slash domestic spending, put trillions on the credit card and giving it to the super rich. And now he's cutting $261 billion by $236 billion next fiscal year. He's cutting food stamps from the most vulnerable and poor in our society. He's cutting Medicaid, Medicare, exactly what he promised he wouldn't do. They do not give a fuck about you. It's class solidarity. The rich getting richer and the poor getting poorer. And if you're rich, you should absolutely vote for Donald Trump. But if you are not ultra rich, if you are not a multimillionaire and you were voting for Donald Trump, you are the dumbest motherfucker in the world. Not only that, you are, you're, you're evil. You're unempathetic and evil because what you're doing is hurting the most vulnerable people in our society. Shame on you. And uh, I don't know if you noticed, but the Trump administration is the first administration, I think, in, his, in history, at least recent history, who no longer has press conferences. They don't want to answer questions anymore, just like authoritarians don't, just like fascists don't. We don't have to answer your questions. So now his press secretary is uh, going on Fox News and complaining that they don't have an outlet to talk to reporters and answer questions. 
Press secretary who won't hold press conferences, upset that there's no forum in which she can respond to reporters' questions. This is real life, folks. And it's not that they didn't invite us, it's that they turned us down. We offered up senior White House officials to every Sunday show, and they turned us down and even canceled, uh, your own network canceled me. So not one Sunday show uh, is going to have us on, aside from Fox Business. Well, maybe well, you should have some press conferences then, you fucking cowards. You can answer all the questions you want to, but no, they want softball interviews where they can just repeat talking points and get national coverage for it. They don't actually want reporters asking them direct tough questions. No, hell no. So just the least transparent people on earth. I talk about all the time how people on YouTube and stuff should be more transparent. I get pushed back. I just don't see the problem with being more transparent. I think transparency is good. What is everybody hiding? And uh, see what they're doing to Mitt Romney. These people claim they're for diversity of ideas. Hey, we don't need real diversity. What about diversity of ideas? That's what's important. We just want to talk about the real issues. Well, Mitt Romney voted for the impeachment of Donald Trump, and they're trying to kick him out of the party now. The cult of Trump is not happy about it. Donald Trump Jr. is calling for the Senate GOP to expel Romney from the conference. Talking about deplatforming. Where are you at, conservatives? Where Tim Pool at to talk about this? Where all the rest of them talk about this, right? This is the number one news network in America, folks. Look how they're talking about it. Look how crazy this shit is. It's unbelievable. The most difficult decision you've ever made? Mitt, you're full of it. And since you're such a scholar, did you ever consider the president's constitutional rights that were stripped from him in the star chamber where he was denied the presumption of innocence? The truth is, Mitt, you simply despise Donald Trump. Your jealousy of this man is a constant rage burning within you because you can never rise to the heights that he has. Because guys like you fold like wusses. And you don't have any selflessness or the ability to think about others as Donald Trump has thought about making America first. And by the way, you're an embarrassment. I should know. I said it four years ago. I mean, if this were the most difficult decision, if this were North Korea, we would be making fun of this. We'd be like, look at this state-sponsored propaganda network, you know, sucking Kim Jong-un's dick. This is hilarious. How sad this is that they have to live in that. But this is America, folks. This is where we live. It's even worse than these fucking dictatorial countries are. It's just... Uh, help us, Bernie. You're our only hope. Fuck. I wish there was a God so I could pray to him. I know there's not. And uh, another example of this, the uh, president of the CPEC, uh, CPEC chairman is basically saying Romney can't come to CPAC because we can't guarantee his safety. He's basically admitting that his own party is so violent that anybody that has a different opinion, anybody that dare goes against the cult of Trump, might be physically harmed, so you can't be invited to our party. I just, I don't understand why every goddamn anti-SJW channel who did nothing but fucking talk about liberals for shit that wasn't even close to this it's not, I mean, I know whether or not. I know because they've all created these fan bases that are chock fucking full of conservatives and Republicans that they don't want to anger because that's their money. But goddammit, I wish you people would hold them more accountable. Wish I was not the only person that had to hold these motherfuckers accountable. Wish more people would fucking 
Ugh, stand fucking up to them. Give them shit. Let them know how it is. All right, let me stop and check the super chats real quick, and we'll continue on with the show. What you guys got to say in the super chats? Can you show Biden eating Buttigieg? I did already. I showed that. Thank you for that. I just did my taxes, so here you go. Will you ever do more religious BS? Yes, I'm going to do more religious BS. I always say I'm going to do more, but I'm definitely going to do it. I already have it all queued up. I just got to find the time to do it. I've been trying to get my car fixed. My car broke down, and I'm working on getting it fixed. Uh, I, I made a mistake, though. Um, I paid my neighbor's son as a mechanic, and I'm trying to help him out. I think he's living in his van. And uh, so I was trying to help him out, and I didn't have the car part in yet. And uh, so I gave him the money in advance to fix my car, which I shouldn't have done because I thought he needed it. I'm just trying to help him out, you know. It's like I just pay you in advance because the part is not in yet. And you clearly he was kept coming by every day asking me if the part was in. He clearly needed the money, and I'm just trying to help him. And uh, now that I've already given him the money in advance, he doesn't seem to be that in a hurry to fix the car. So my bad, but maybe he will. Maybe we'll get that taken care of. And thank you for that. I appreciate that. Uh, all right, that's all the Super Chats. Super Chats a little light tonight. Please, if you can support the show, please consider doing so so I can keep doing this. Much appreciated. Let's check the regular chat. Regular chat, chat, chat. Dusty, love your videos. Hey, thanks, No True Scotsman. My videos love you. All love, all the time to all of you. Um, she's so ridiculous. I know, man. It's hard to watch that. It's hard to, watch, to think that this is what's on our number one news channel in this country. To think how far our country has fallen, how embarrassing it is to live here now. Just, I, w I wish I didn't have to be a part of it, but I don't really have much of a choice. Be like, just move somewhere else. Like, that's a fucking option. Like, I have the money to move somewhere. Like, there's someone else that wants me. Like, I can just up and leave my family who I take care of. Can't do that. Um, always pay after the work is done. Does it? Yeah, I'm just trying to be nice, though. I'm just trying to help a guy out, help a brother out, you know. But what can you do? I don't know. Call your podcast the Dusty Cast or the Dusty Cast or the Cast of Dusty. Okay. I'm not thinking about doing that. Thank you for that. Uh, LOL, you paid for a job before it was done. Yeah, I know. Rookie mistake. I'm still, I mean, I have, I don't know. I won't say I have a big heart, but that sounds narcissistic. But I do. I just, I feel for people. And when I think that they need help, I try to help them the best I can. You know, the thing is, is even if he doesn't ever do the work, you know, he, he obviously needed help. So whatever it's it's it, it obviously meant more to him than it did to me he needed it more than i did so i don't mind helping people out when i have to dusty love the show maybe call it the smithing kitties cast i was gonna call it maybe social media and cats or something but i don't know still working on it it's a work in progress the dusty planet title and uh you tree cob give me 33 three or 333 thank you appreciate that you you rock all right, let's continue on the show. We got another 20 minutes on the show. Oh, super chats, please. Super chats. All right. Get ready to be mad. This is. Oh. All right, shut the fuck up for a second. This is disgusting, folks. This is horrible. This is uh, just this is what it's like in America still. Anybody's like, racism doesn't exist in this country anymore. This is just a white dude just sitting in class for no reason who starts going on racist tirades. Like, what in the fuck? Now, I know this is going to make you mad, and it should, but the ending is fucking gold. So, wait for it. Wait for it. This bag is right here. Oh, We're going to need some big time help in this. You guys got to play me off like I'm 
Haven't been drinking all day for... I've been drinking Bacardi all day, nigga. I fucking hate niggers. I fucking hate niggers. Let it be known. Chill, yeah. You got any niggers in here? Nope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I fucking hate niggers. I fucking hate faggots too. How about that? No, it's it's the perfect combination, I'm trusting you. Good. You're the perfect guy. That's exactly how I wanted that to go. <clears throat> I'm terrible at butthole stuff, so. Hey, buddy. Uh, D. Kingery. Don't say my name. No. Don't say your name. Dylan Kingery. You don't know who, know who I am, guys. Yes, we do. We know who you are, I'm motherfucker. Fucking bury you. I'm worth like $50 million. Bury me, motherfucker. Bury me. Bring that shit. This bag is right here. Don't, oh, touch me, don't fucking touch me. Don't 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 touch me. Alright, buddy. Hey, we're leaving. Let me grab my backpack. We'll get you back. Let's go. Get the fuck out. Here, take it. Here, take it. It's not my backpack. Oh, oh. Get him out! Get him out! He's destroying somebody else's laptop in their backpack now. Hope your back, hope your laptop was in there, you fucking faggot. Get out of here, bro. So what a piece of shit. But wait for it. He got kicked out of school for this, and the cops got called, and he resisted arrest. He got charged for destruction of property, for destroying that person's backpack and their laptop in there. Here we go. Here come the cops. Yeah, they hogged out his ass. <laughs> yeah. Got him all hogged out up. You big tough guy now. Look at him. <laughs> I'm on the cop side in this one. And of course, they ask his dad about it. And he's like, he's a good kid. He's a good kid. Sure he is. That kind of ignorance and bigotry is usually learned. So, got kicked out of school. Good to see that. Make that motherfucker famous. I'm sure he'll be on TV this week going, That wasn't me at all. That doesn't represent who I am. I was just drunk. Nope. That represents you, dude. That is you. Now, everybody is worthy of redemption, but you got to work for it. You got to want it. You got to try. So uh, you better get to stepping, motherfucker. Get to working on it. And uh, so. Perfect segue into this one. This is a Trump supporter. I guess this guy's a fucking actor. Um, I think he was on The Sopranos or something. I don't really know, but. Uh, this is what old people do when their children stop calling. Listen to this stupid ass rant from this motherfucker. There's no racism anymore. To Bernie Sanders and supporters, God bless all of you. And to all the Americans, we are not a racist society. We are not a racist society. I'll say it again, Bernie. We're not a racist society and the Democrats have to stop using it. He's saying it in healthcare and everything else. 
No, it's racism against the white man, all right? Let's be honest, all right? It's racism against the white man, period. That's the racism. My whole life we have been, we have been sensitive to brown and black people. I'm an Italian-American, I'm considered brown. I'm considered a greaseball, a wop, a dago, okay? I never got any privilege, not one privilege. I was never racist toward brown or black. There may be racism in the nation, but it's not a racist society, okay? All right, there's a certain percentage. What you're trying to do is you're trying to feed into this narrative that America is a racist society. There are much more racist societies around the world. Maybe. Bernie, That's stop your bullshit. Stop pandering and lying because you want the black and brown vote and you're pandering to them, making them victims when they're in the greatest country on earth. My family came here from Italy and they were spit on. They were shit on, all right? And they rose up. Now they're all successful. That's for everybody in America. It's not a racist society, whether you're Indian, whether you're black or brown or Hispanic or Czechoslovakian, whatever it is. This is a great country, okay? Stop the shit narrative, all right? You scumbags, shot. Stop your shit narrative, the Democratic Party, all right? Stop it. Tell the people the truth. There are problems, and we keep getting better and better and better. But stop tearing this nation down. We're getting better and better and better because we're addressing the problems and trying to improve them because people are actually speaking out about the racist white supremacist system that has been set up, which absolutely does fucking exist. You know, women with black sounding names have to send out 50% more job resumes. They, they, we have so many fucking examples. The number one indicator of life success is how much money your parents start with and black people on average start with 10 times less inherited wealth than white people. What the fuck are you talking about, motherfucker? Just... Look, whoever this kid, this dude's children are and grandchildren, please call him immediately so this kind of shit doesn't happen anymore. These lonely old motherfuckers. Once again, ageism. I hate ageism, but good lord, it's just embarrassing, dude. I know you probably don't have a lot of jobs now. Your jobs are drying up and you're angry and bitter over that, but you know. Work it out, snowflake. And oh yeah, uh, <laughs> Birds of Prey came out. And it's bombing at the box office, so all the anti-SJWs and conservative chuds are cheering for it. Because we know the reason. It's because it's a film of women who are portrayed to be badasses. And they hate that. Hate it. And uh, there's now, there's a lot of reasons, in my opinion, that Birds of Prey is uh, tanking. Um, one of the reasons, I think, is because the trailers for it made look horrible. Even I predicted it was going to tank. And, you know, I don't have a problem with a bunch of women being badasses in movies. But I... It looks terrible. I've heard it's actually pretty good. I've heard good reviews about it, but the trailers make it look terrible. Um, and second of all, it's tied to that uh, Suicide Squad movie, which may be the worst superhero movie in the history of mankind. Just fucking awful, which didn't help it. And also, I, I think probably the fact that it, it's a bunch of women actually hurts it. You know, we still have a misogynistic society. And yes, a film that has badass female, female characters, they can succeed. but Almost everything has to go perfect for them to succeed. The writing has to be amazing. The acting has to be amazing. The trailer has to be amazing. Um, everything has to be amazing for them to do well. Whereas like movies that star men don't have to hit so many of the uh, check marks to do well. Like take, for example, the new uh, Bad Boys movie, which was very mediocre, but did fine, right? Because 
movie with male action stars don't have to try nearly as hard to succeed. So yes, the, the patriarchy misogyny probably does play a part in it, but there's a lot of different pieces. But the fact that all these chuds celebrate every time one of these movies go bad, it's just, you know, they need wins so bad because their ideology is so pathetic. They just embrace wins wherever they can take it. And here's a uh, Joey Saladino, Joey Salas, they got pissed in his own mouth and ran for Congress. Just as I predicted, most SJW Birds of Prey is doing garbage at the box office. Shout out to all the beta male film critics who said I was going to be wrong. Imagine still using the terms beta and alpha male in 2020. Good fucking lord. And today I learned that anytime a film has women in it, where full cleavage isn't displayed, it's woke SJW. That's what it is. Oh my god, she wasn't a complete slut. Look how horrible it's doing. And here's an example. You go hoping for this, but you end up with this. Yeah. Isn't Margot Roberts her name? Isn't she so hideous? One of the most beautiful women on earth. But why was she just completely slutty? Why wasn't she a masturbatory fantasy? Why dress her any other way than where I could go to the theater and masturbate to it? Sort of like I did a Superman 3 when I was 8 years old. I looked that up the other day. I was talking about this in my last show, how I was at uh, Superman... I thought it was Superman 2, but somebody pointed out it was Superman 3. And Superman goes and saves the hot blonde woman on top of the, I don't know if it was a skyscraper or the Statue of Liberty, something. I can't remember. But anyway, and then I remember, very clearly remember going to the bathroom and masturbating about this. And I looked it up. And that movie came out of the theaters when I was eight years old. And I was like, holy shit. I was masturbating to movie theaters when I was eight years old. I got problems and issues. God damn it, Dusty. You started your freak early, motherfucker. I surprised even myself, but yep, I agree with uh, Sean the Dragon Trainer. It amazes me how upset dudes get about female superheroes when they're not able to jerk off to them. I know, right? Furious! You could still masturbate to her if you want to. I mean, she is an incredibly beautiful woman. I mean, seriously. And uh, people making fun of that other meme I just showed you. I hope for this, but I ended up with this. Yeah, this is what the comics look like, but you know, real life just doesn't match that, right? We have this thing called reality we have to go by. And even this guy is not a uh, an example of a regular male specimen. This is like the top of the food chain of human male specimens. So just like Margot Roberts are. So, uh, you know, I think maybe you guys should just watch cartoons or something. I don't think you are capable of handling uh, live action movies anymore. You fucking whiny piss babies. And let me check the chats real quick. Shut it, chat, chip. No new super chats. All right. Real talk. She also played Tanya Harding. Yeah, she was good in that uh, that Tanya Harding movie. I saw that. Definitely a beautiful girl. Can't complain about it. Just like a Brie Larson. Can't complain about Brie Larson not being hot enough. Brie Larson is hot as shit. What the fuck? Looked great in the Captain Marvel movie. Even the short hair. Amazing, in my opinion. That pick is by Ron Leefield, and it's a meme of the worst comic art. Yeah, that was, it's pretty terrible. I do agree with that. The fact that it's Harley Quinn, the Birds of Prey, are an amazing team on their own. I wish they added Harley later after she had her own movie. Yeah, I'm not so sure that Harley Quinn can pull off her own movie. Maybe. I just don't see that as like a main character in a movie, but like I haven't seen it, so maybe she does pull it off. Who knows? Uh, As soon as it's on the Pirate Bay, I will watch it and let you guys know what I think. So, Oh my god, when I got 10 minutes left, I still got a lot of shit to cover. Holy shit, not even going to get to a lot of this. I was going to cover Graham Lyman. Graham Lyman, you guys know who that is? I'm going to run through this real quick. Uh, I've covered Graham Lyman on the show before. He was the uh, 
writer of the show the it crowd i think he wrote another show too but i don't know what it is some uk show that was popular but anyway he uh went public and said he is trying to form a database of psychologists who are gender critical which basically means that they don't believe in trans people they don't believe you should be trans they believe it's uh they believe that we're trying to force gay people to be trans. And so he wanted to create a database of psychologists and stuff so that parents can send their trans kids to them so they can talk the trans kids out of transitioning, which, you know, there is a word for that. It's conversion therapy. It's exactly what they did to the gay kids, right? Let's send the gay kids to these certain therapists to talk them out of being gay. It's therapy so anyway a couple newspapers uh, one i think pink news wrote an article pointing out hey he's trying to form a database for conversion therapy and so he threatened to sue them and uh they uh they folded immediately they basically pulled the uh he threatened to sue essence of thought as well on this but they pulled yeah here it is He's bragging about how he got them to pull it down because he threatened to sue them. Okay, my first stage done. Pink News have taken down their defamatory article about me. It was a pretty true article, it seemed like to me. I don't know. I guess it'll be suing me next. But it seemed true. I'm no expert on any of this. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Graham Lyman is not trying to make a database for conversion therapy. But anyway, so then he uh, threatened to sue Essence of Thought, who made a video about it. And so Essence of Thought, I guess, is looking for... Um, is looking into maybe doing a uh, GoFundMe to pay his legal bills if Graham does to try to sue him. And Graham says to him, Hi there, I have already begun legal proceedings against Pink News for this defamatory accusation. Take this down immediately or I will take appropriate measures. Yeah, it's free speech warriors. Where you at, right? Where you are to attack Graham Lyman for hating on free speech, for trying to shut down differing opinions. Nope, when the right does it, cricket so anyway uh, he was on a some kind of talk show and he faced very very light pushback for his claim that trans activists are basically like nazis you know oh my god everything you just dis- everybody you disagree with is a nazi that's what the right says about uh, the left but they do exactly the same thing so he completely falls apart under even the most basic of pushback against his stupid claims so let's watch. Has stepping in made the debate any better? I mean, a lot of people say that the language you use, some of the dismissive terms that you've bandied about, have actually increased the toxicity of this can, debate. Can you give me an example? Yes, you can. You, yeah, I'll give you several if you want. <laughs> so, um, what about comparing people in the trans debate to speaking out against Nazis? I mean, that's pretty extreme. Well, there's a couple of parallels. One is that at the moment, um, children are. Uh, basically being experimented on with uh, uh, puberty blockers, uh, for instance... Oh, you're... come on, you're not seriously trying to say that children going to the doctor and saying that they're worried about their gender is akin to children being experimented on in that uh, sense. Exactly what he said. I'm afraid I am, because Lupron, which is which is um, a drug that's supposed to be meant for end-stage cancer treatment, uh, prostate cancer treatment, is being given to okay. young girls. These... It has never been tested on girls. It has never been tested on women. Now, that's happening to well, young look, women. Look, there's a couple of issues here. One of, one of them is that these are doctors who are doing this, and you don't have any medical training to know about this, but the other is that they are doing it by it is deeply offensive 
to compare this to Nazi concentration camps. Oh, no, no, were... don't get me wrong. I'm not comparing it to Nazi concentration camps. That's, that's, that's... Be... And also... Well, that's, that's, no, that's no. basically what you said, was no, that no, no, experimenting no. on children is what the Nazis <laughs> did and what doctors are doing today. Well, um, <laughs> essentially, if you look at the tablets... He just falls apart. I love how uncomfortable he looks. His legs are jiggling. He's trying to explain that shit away, but you can't explain it away, dude. So his uh, livelihood is drying up. People are associating him with bigotry exactly as they should because you are a fucking bigot dude. And so, you know, enjoy your obscurity. You have definitely earned it. Let's see. I may save the rest of this to do... We'll do one more on Graham Lineman where he's basically... This is him talking about uh, Daily Mail. Daily Mail is far right, openly longing for fascism to take root here. And abroad, supported by the Nazis before World War II. No different now, but then when the Daily Mail writes an article about him, well, The Guardian wouldn't have published it. So, yeah, it's fine for me to do an article with him now, even though, yes, I've said before, they're definitely fascists and support fascism. But, hey, you know, uh, the other, The Guardian would have published my fucking fascist Nazi bullshit. So, hey, it's a fine, it's fine. This guy will be a... a member of the intellectual dark web soon he's gonna go full right-wing chud because that's exactly what happens to these motherfuckers they go where the money is they go where the grift takes them definitely gonna happen all right last chance to get in your super chats i'm just gonna skip down to the bottom and do my uh palate cleansers i always do palate cleansers at the end of the fucking show because uh you know, life is depressing and the show is depressing as fuck oftentimes. We need some goodness in the world, some wholesomeness to end with. So please get in your super chats for the end of the show. And uh, ooh, her cat sounded like a little kid, didn't it? Um, so uh, this is not my fault, folks. But for some reason, the universe wanted you guys to see a picture of a grown man having sex with a dinosaur. So uh, here you go. Here's a grown man having sex with a dinosaur. And like, once again, folks, this is not my fault. This is the universe that made this happen. So don't blame me. Blame the universe. But you get it. That dinosaur seems into it. Lifting the leg. And dude's got a nice butt and everything. I guess he found the hole. And the dinosaur seems into it. So I don't know. I guess that's technically bestiality and whatever. But thank you, universe, for that. And uh, apparently bees are writing articles now. I didn't know, but bees love cannabis and it could help restore bee population. Did a bee write this? I think they might have. I'm with the bees. I just smoked me a little cannabis because it's the end of the show. And I'm like, hey, I can get away with that now. Show's almost over. Let's get high as fuck. Smoke it if you got it, motherfuckers. And uh, next up, I don't know if this is real or not, but it's cute as fuck. I assume it's real. This little dog playing the drum as, uh, as the dude plays the Star Wars cantina theme. Once again, no idea if that's real, but I'm going to pretend it is because it makes me feel better about the universe to pretend that is. And uh, the dog is cute as shit, so enjoy. And uh, I agree with this. This look how cute this shit is. This creature has the body language of a drama student pretending to be an animal. And look how cute he is. He's just like, what is that? What are this? What are they? Can I eat that? What are it? I gotta tilt my head. What? Oh my god, what is that? Is it foods? Is it a monster? Is it going to get me? You just cute little shit. <laughs> Love to see it. Donate animals, folks. Donate animals. And 
this little kangaroo gives me his belly rub, and I'm here for it all goddamn day long. Look how cute he's like, don't stop. Who told you to stop? Rub that belly. Motherfucker, you my slave now. Get that belly. Get it. And he's like, yes. Yes, that's a fucking spot. Hell yes. You cute little shit. Yeah, get that belly. Get the belly of that boy. Okay. And last up, we're going to finish with some Bill Nye. Bill Nye, the science guy, went viral this week, and he was on the runway. And uh, I don't know what's happening here, but he fucking getting it. Oh, God damn it. All right, look at it. Get it. Get it, Bill Nye. Get it. Mm. <laughs> Killing it. Don't know what is going on, but I love it. Mm. 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 Makes me want to learn some science. King Among Men, Bill Nye. So anyway, that's all my material. Hope you enjoyed that. Whatever I missed, I will do on the next show. It should be here on Friday. I'll be here before you know it. And uh, I'm planning on sometime this week. I said this last week, and I didn't do it because I'm irresponsible and stupid. But I'm planning on doing a um, live stream on my Twitch account, which is twitch.tv front slash Dusty Smith. There's a link to it in the description of this video. Be sure to join me on Twitch. I'm going to be taking calls off my Discord server, which is also available in the Twitch, down in the, in the uh, description of this video. So you can click on that, and if you guys have anything to say to me, you can talk to me while I'm doing my live stream. I'm going to be playing some games. i got a few cool games people uh, donated to me, and uh, you guys can cuss me out, debate me, tell me whatever the fuck you want. Uh, I don't run from you. I will take your fucking criticism. So be sure to follow me on Twitch. It's going to be fun as fuck. And no, didn't get any more super chats. But thank you, everybody, who super chatted me. It was a little light tonight. But what you going to do? I will do the show as long as I can. That's all I can do, right? Love me some Bill Nye. Hell yeah. Sciencey and sexy. Oh, yeah. Bill Nye the science guy. Totally it was a bush baby. I think it was a bush baby. I don't think it was a sugar glider. But uh, definitely a cute overload. A lot of fucking cute shit in the world. Oh, amazing. Hells yeah. Amazing as shit. And doggy drums. I wonder if that was real, though. You guys think that was real? Don't know. Thanks for the show, Dusty. I really appreciate what you do on this channel. Hey, I appreciate you guys appreciating it. You know, as long as I can keep doing it, I will keep doing it. So I'm not able anymore. So guys, help me out with it. All right. Well, that's the end of my show. As always, be sure to support the uh, the new sponsor of the show viking lair which i will get one of these uh wallets they're gonna send me out and i'll show you the guys the wallets when i get it we'll see how it is so be sure to check them out and support them and always please support me on my patreon folks super trash little like tonight so i really need your help i want to continue doing the show i think the show is good and fun and important and people seem to like it so please help me out so i can keep doing it patreon.com French last podcast there's also lots of ways in the description of the video that you can support the show direct tips and merchandise and all that kind of shit and if you can't afford anything then be sure to like the video be sure to tell your friends about it be sure to share it on your facebooks and twitters and whatnot all of your social medias you know how it works be sure to ring the bell be sure to leave comments all of that good stuff i will see you guys on friday probably won't bring back commie potato probably won't do that anymore but who knows? Anything could happen. Love you guys so much. I thank you guys so much for joining me tonight. It's an honor to be able to entertain you, perform for you. See you soon. You guys have a good week. As always, love you dudes. Not everybody. Logic. Bye, guys. <laughs>